Hello, and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial and noteworthy comics. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And it is... Yes. Yes, it is. A, a, a big yeah, event. Yeah. It's our 100th episode. <laughs> We're in syndication now, so TBS, very funny, characters welcome, whichever slogan it is, <laughs> talk to us. <laughs> uh, so in honor of our 100th episode, we're doing a semi-annual kind of thing. Like, you know how we do the annuals, you do ultimates? We're doing... That, was that a thing all the time? Is that what we're going to keep doing forever? Every time it's our anniversary, we do an ultimates? Well, this, this next year is the last year doing it because we're, we're, we're going to have... Yeah, <laughs> Thank like God. A, <laughs> I can finally end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, because... Uh, so we had Ultimates 1, Ultimates 2. Uh, done by Mark Millar. Mark Millar and uh, Bendis, who did Civil War 2, really built up the Ultimates universe. And then Marvel decided uh, we're going... Because like, basically what happened at this time was all the sales started going down. At, a few, at first, they were really big because there was such a good entry point from the readers. But eventually, just like the regular comics, uh, there became so many issues of, of Ultimates. It became less of an entryway and more of its own separate continuity that people had to learn. Mm-hmm. So Marvel wanted to end, basically uh, kill it off. And to do the job, they hired a writer named Jeff Loeb. Now, Jeff Loeb, I want to give a preface because he is a very controversial and difficult to discuss creator when we talk about comics. If you're like a newer comic fan or even just like more casual of a DC fan, you've probably read some of Jeff Loeb's like really beloved works like The Long Halloween, Dark Victory, Hush, uh, Superman for All Seasons, even his Superman Batman run. Like he's written a lot of things that people really hold dear as like, this is where you start with DC. And... Unfortunately and, and tragically, his further on in his career, his his son passed away from cancer, and he kind of had a he had a hard time adjusting to that and writing superheroes. Supposedly, his son co-wrote some of his works with him too. So they- yeah, and his son was like like young. Yeah. And, you know, you've seen, like, in his Superman-Batman run, he has this, like, all these great artists and creators come in as, like, a tribute to him, and it's, like, really, really touching, and the whole story is very, very sad. But after that, Jeff Lowe, because he was still such a big name, Marvel kept giving the keys to, like, their big, successful franchises, and... He started to, there's no real delicate way to put this, but he started doing like some real damage to their lasting franchises. Like Hulk, if you know, we've mentioned it casually, the story where he gets shot off into space and becomes like a ruler is like a high point and like a beloved part of the whole franchise. And right after that, they gave it to Jeff Loeb and he was like, what if Thunderbolt Ross was a super angry Red Hulk? And what if he punched and the he, Watcher and uh, yeah, what all, if he, the, all the Avengers or something like that? Yeah, what if he beat up the Silver Surfer? And... <laughs> Like, I'd, I'd watch him punch a watcher. <laughs> and, and, like, the Ultimate Universe is one of the most jarring examples of they take this universe that, like, yeah, we dumped on Ultimates 1 and 2 quite a lot, but, like, it's different when Jeff Loeb takes over. So we're going to, as, you know, literary critics or whatever you want to call us, we're going to try to judge the work on its own, and I don't want anybody to think that we're, like, making fun of Jeff Loeb for being, like, you know, for going through some really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. But... I think it would also be disingenuous as of, as of us as a show to ignore the notoriety of bad Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Because if we're going to talk about controversial and noteworthy comics, you can't not talk about Ultimates 3 and Ultimatum. And we have to judge the work as, as it stands. Because uh, every every writer has their own uh, backstory to them. And we don't, we don't always know it. We know with Jeff Loeb, but 
uh, we can't we can't judge everything based on uh, the tragedies a person lived. You have to judge the work as he created it, and yeah. So that's, that's all we have. Yeah. No, so well, there's do there's always like the forever argument of can you separate the art from the artist type of thing, and rather than like this is a terrible person that made some good art, and said this is like a person that suffered a lot that's made yeah. not great art. Well, the, the death of the art writer is one of the constant debates in fiction, but yeah. for yeah. this for this for, for the sake of not making this. Uh, like us feeling bad about our feelings on a particular writer yeah. and his, his tragedy in his life. Let's just fo- focus on the work itself. Just yeah. like we said, you know, uh, Mark Millar obviously got cucked and we don't judge his work less harshly. Like just because he, he experienced that. <laughs> well, part, part of the cucking is that you know what's going on and you're powerless. So there might be a part of him that enjoyed like... Well, we know he got cucked. So that's, a, that's a fact. So <laughs> He might want it. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> doesn't if, if you want... If you want really good Jeff Loeb, I would definitely recommend like Long Halloween or like the Marvel color series like Spider-Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow, Hulk Gray, etc. Like that's where you could really see the strength of him as a writer. If you want to see bad Jeff Loeb, read through this with us. Let's let's open our pages to Ultimates 3 written by Jeff Loeb and Joe Midoriya on art. Oh yeah, and also we're calling this half uh, annual because this is half as long as all the other ultimate stories. Yeah. Half, half of it's half. half is good. It's half is good. Yeah, and I'm, the other I'm, ones were bad. I'm glad this was only five issues. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. I was like, five issues, I'm done. I'm in and out. Like, yeah, yeah. sweet, good job, Jeff Loeb. You, yeah. you did a service to us, show. Yeah, it begins with any any good story does. It starts with a sex tape. But first, yes. I have to say the artist uh, Joe Maduro because oh, yeah. he's a yeah. po- he's a point of contention too. Uh, what are you guys thoughts on him? I don't like the art in this i can i it's weird because i'm like i feel like the style is actually kind of like it's, it's technically stylized good. yeah I, yeah I, so i might as well my thoughts because I, I i know i know joe Maduro a little bit from his other stuff mm-hmm. joe Maduro uh uh has a work influenced by video game art very heavily and now he's mm-hmm. a video game designer he quit comics to become a video game designer mm-hmm. and like really? if you imagine this in like world for a world of warcraft comics like that i think it's perfect it does not work for this comic yeah, it's it's very jarring to see the Avengers in this style. Uh, it's not bad. Oh yeah, he did art for the Darksiders. That makes a lot of sense. Not the Darksiders. Uh, Darksiders. The, yeah. the like fighting game. Yeah. Series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like you can see it okay. like in the characters mm. and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Because so I was like, this is stylized, and there's parts of me that like really like it. It's just like, it's biz- <laughs> bizarre, kinda like it's the way that everyone is and like stands. Like, I'd say this is almost, like, on the opposite. It's not, like, surrealist stuff, but it's on the opposite of someone that did, like, uh, the Heroes in Crisis guy. Whereas, like, that's, like, it was great seeing everybody there. Here, it's, like, I kind of didn't want to look at everyone, but it's really good art. There's there's also a level of, like, for some reason, this book is so fucking horny, guys. Yes, <laughs> but he's a, he's a video game artist. Like, he has, yeah. like contract, he has to be horny. To but it's, <laughs> like, it's, like, really horny. I think part of that's the writing. Oh, it's both. They're yeah, they're both yeah. they're working hand in hand. Yeah, even even yeah. like scenes where like the female, like the main female character is Scarlet Witch. Because uh, this like, is this is horny, but I don't feel like titillated by it. Whereas oh, like all no, the asses not. in Heroes in Crisis, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, are you serious? <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. but I have the same thoughts I had in Heroes of Crisis was like why am I why am I getting an erection in this fucking scene right now? <laughs> like, what's happening <laughs> somebody call my doctor <laughs> no, but, like, it's, like, weird, it's like weird to have this scene be titillating like if you're having a sex scene that's obviously you should make it a little bit titillating but like randomly yeah. like people dying and stuff that is what I thought was weird is like there's a, there's like scenes where like they're making sex jokes but like the, like it doesn't fit the scene at all and like I, and I'm like I don't, like Valkyrie right now being naked ish 
like it's not it's not fit it doesn't yes. fit yes mm. so okay we're getting ahead of ourselves with oh all the all the foreshadowing of the skimming nudity. through this fucking first issue <laughs> god damn so it opens with a leaked sex tape that they are watching in tony stark's mansion and it is between tony stark and the if you remember from ultimates to deceased traitor black widow yeah and they're all like, oh, this is already on the internet. I bought it from a street vendor. Uh, you know, it's, it's, but it's been edited. It's got close-ups. It's like, what's, what's going on? And Tony's yeah. just like really boozing. And, and meanwhile, Hawkeye's just over here being, Hawkeye is such a dick throughout this whole thing. So the <laughs> last time, and Ultimates 2, his family was murdered. So he yes. lost his like wife, he lost his children, but it's like he just turns into the, a raging asshole this entire arc. Counterpoint, I think Hawkeye's the most interesting character because of that. Like, he's the only one that, um, I, because, I, I, like, he's such a, you, you never have, like, a, uh, I want to die, basically. Basically, he just wants to die. Like, he even says he uh-huh. wants to die. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, like, he doesn't give a fuck about anything. And you we rarely have protagonists like that in any kind of uh, f- uh, fiction, like to this extent where he doesn't give a fuck about being nice, he doesn't give a fuck about whether he survives a fight, he just wants to go into a gunfight, be a dick to everyone, and like it's, <laughs> hopefully it's, it's, die. Yeah, and, he's like, I wish I died. Yeah. So like, I, was, I was gonna say, reading this, I didn't know whether or not to make this joke, but he reminded me a lot of post twenty sixteen Sly. Yes, you got it. Okay, you got, okay, okay. Right, so you, it's right. on the table then. Okay, the cards so, on the so table. So that's not uh, too far. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. whenever Hawkeye says anything, I'd be like, I probably say that in the situation too. Like, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and Pietro Quicksilver are. They're like, we don't care about any of this stuff. We're gonna go take a walk. We have our own personal business. Mm-hmm. While the Wasp is like, this is a PR breach. What are we gonna do? And while they're all like kind of arguing, Venom breaks through the wall. Also, so some important foreshadowing. Black Panther's a member of the team now. And, and <laughs> important foreshadowing. It, it, it is. And Ultrons are the are the butlers now in the new Avengers mansion. Yes. Yeah, so the Ultrons, the robots that Hank Pym made in uh, Ultimates Two, are the butlers. And also, just Black Panthers here, I guess. Yeah. 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 So Venom breaks in and he's like smashing the walls. He's like, "Where is she? Tell me where she is, or I'll kill her." Where is she? And uh, they they fight him for a bit, and Black Panther jumps in. We get a full page spread of this. Really, yeah. he's nothing but abs. This guy. That's why I was like, again with the art style, it's like, like this Black Panther is his shoulders are broader than anyone I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, and he's just the the guys in this book. Thor's like this too. Are like. I mean, it is like Warcraft style. It's, it's like, the Rob Liefeld like school of design. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's, Christian Lickner yeah. is the colorist. And I really like the colorist too. I do like the coloring. Yep, in this, this book, is great. Definitely. Yeah. So, and Black Panther doesn't say anything. He never speaks for yeah. like quite a while, and he just like is punching Venom. Venom and he uppercuts gets... him in, like super far away and just goes by. Yeah, he, like, every, Team this is such a quippy again. book too. <laughs> Oh, we can introduce to a new, another new member, uh, Valkyrie, who now has powers and is kind of like Thor's groupie, kind of. Yeah, girlfriend she's like now. Yeah, Thor's groupie now, girlfriend, and she's nineteen, and Thor's an immortal god, so yeah. that's weird. Like, I, I, Valkyrie I have, from the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe, and then just erase her entirely because that's not her at all. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so, so I say groupie because when she acts, she's very like uh, adoring of Thor. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean so, they're dating. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, but like it, they are, but like I, like she is like nobody hits my. Her first line is, "My thunder god, please no one, no one t- touch my thunder yeah, god." And, the, and everything she's like, "Hi, huh, everything you say is so interesting." Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah she's Ugh, really. Like, that's like totally gross. As she cuts yeah. into Venom, which 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 at least kind of makes sense. 
doesn't make sense how she got powers and they're fucking explaining it. Like, they don't explain anything they else. They mention a couple times. Isn't it weird that nobody knows where she got his powers? <laughs> but this is the same Valkyrie canonically as last one, who was just a loser, part of a loser team called the yep. Defenders. Yeah. And then Thor shows up and blasts uh, Venom with lightning. Yeah. Venom melts into a pile of shit. Yeah. They call and it they're poo. Like, Excuse me. Yeah, since when does Venom turn into a pile of poo? And then Thor and Valkyrie start making out. Hawkeye's shooting him going, just make sure he's dead. And Wasp is like, what are you doing? And he points a gun at her. And he's yeah. like, don't call me Clint. Clint's dead. Only Hawkeye remains. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like the, the writing in all the fights, because some of the action panels are actually pretty nicely drawn, mm-hmm. but the, the dialogue is always like, like what Sly said before, ugh, that's like totally gross. Yeah. yeah, she does say that, and then Venom's like, "You're a very silly girl who will look much sillier without a head." Yeah. And they keep like constant; it's constant in every yeah. fucking fight. They just say nonsense. And I agree that it is interesting that Hawkeye's like, "I want to die," but they are pretty heavy-handed about it. Immediately, he pulls the gun on the Wasp, and he's like, "Don't you call me Clint?" And she says, "Like, I expect you to not try and get killed." And he's like, "What makes you think I'm trying to get killed?" And she points out that his new costume literally has a bullseye on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> as, as much as I, I find him entertaining the story, uh, bull, uh, Hawkeye is just fucking bullseye in this fucking story. He literally has yeah. a bullseye in his fucking head. He has the fucking same powers as, as before. Yeah. So he's yeah. just fucking bullseye. He's, like, he's full bullseye mode now. So now Hawkeye runs off to go find Black Panther. Then it fast oh, forward. It doesn't fast forward. It goes to today, which was the thing I wanted to mention. Is this story starts like it almost wants to be a media res, but it only starts by being like last night. This all this stuff happened. Oh I'm like, yeah, that confused me so much. Why do this framing device of yeah. this happened yesterday? Then this is today. I'm like because you never like go back to yesterday. Why did it need to be yesterday? And <laughs> whatever, it's dumb. Yeah, the time, why, yeah, why the time stuff like that is all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. So then we see uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch is like just in a bikini now. That's her costume. Yeah. It's like even worse than like anything. And that whereas we've seen more up like this back point. in the Ultimates one and two, they were like an incestuous pair for like jokes, where they were just off to the side. They're like these weird like foreign brother and sister that hung out together. And here. This was so bizarre that it was going more into their actual, like, romance with each other, where it's like they come out holding hands, and she's like, we should get everyone gifts this year, and it's like, everyone, and she's like, it's Christmas, Scrooge, and it's like, bah, humbug, I'm like, this is a interesting spotlight to shine on the the Marvel (laughs) Ultimates universe. And Captain Captain America's like, you should wear better clothing, You're, you're, you're being unreasonable, you're setting a bad example. And Quicksilver's just like, you've overstepped your pathetic boundaries. Yeah, you touch her again, I'll kill you. Yeah. And Wasp is like, oh, 1944, man. Like, you know, you don't understand. They love each other. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) of course they do. They're brother and sister. And she's like, no, it's more than that. And she's like clasping at her neck. They're in love. And Captain America goes, but... Their brother and sister. I, I, I love just, it because it makes like wasp like get with the times, old man. Like now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, right. That's what I like too. Yeah, when was this? Like two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand. It's such a good like him seven. like commenting yeah. on her costume. I'm like, yeah, that's good. But then it's like the open incest. I'm like, I think it's okay if he's not having <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> difficulty acclimating to that. Also, the yeah. story is so bad. Uh, you probably didn't even catch on to it, but I think also Hawkeye would be a dick to make it seem like he's spoilers potential murder of the story I, I caught on to it like it because it zooms in on his face and he's like someone's gonna in the media is gonna find out about them unless we do something about it that's like the, that's like the only line they give to really uh, point towards anyone besides no uh, characters in this are like uh well let's get to the what happened hawkeye before. wears a full face mask with the bullseye on his head and his goggles have red eyes so he looks the evilest in this. yeah 
And they just like they keep he keeps pointing out that like if the media found out anything about this, like there's the sex video, obviously that's already a problem. But like if they found out that we had this incestuous brother and sister couple, it'd be a problem. So he's like, I got to get to the bottom of this. So he goes after Spider-Man to find out what he knows about Venom. Mm -hmm. Just so Spider-Man can be in the comic. He does nothing else besides being interrogated. Oh, yeah. Because he's on the cover. (laughs) (sighs) And... Uh, Wasp goes to see her husband Hank, or ex-husband Hank. Oh, and she she points out that Steve hasn't been around a lot lately, and he's just like, I had to get a life of my own, Janet. And he's like, actually, no, I don't want to tell me about it. He does the no, no, I don't think I will from Endgame. <laughs> also, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I think uh, Joe Maduro forgot that Janet's Asian because she doesn't look it. Yeah, she's definitely not anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, the art is so different that I. I, like Hawkeye, I didn't re- I like for a while. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Well, that's just him having a fucking different costume. <laughs> so yeah. Janet goes back to talk to Hank, her ex-husband, and he, uh, she's just like venting and complaining about the team and everything. And yeah. then, and Hank is just like looking at a microscope, and she's like, "Did you fall asleep on me?" Yep. And again, he, had... <laughs> he falls asleep all the time. Yeah, to <laughs> and he's he's all like like drooling all over the place. There's an open, empty, uh, almost empty bottle of pills in front of him. He's OD'd and he passes out. Yeah. Then it cuts to Radio City Music Hall, where uh, Quicksilver gets some more great romance between brother and sister here. Pietro, yes. it's snowing. He's like, "I'll never let you go." And then as they're hugging, a also, someone fires a gun. What? You know, first of all, just to clarify, uh, when Ryan says she was wearing a bikini, she's still wearing a bikini out in the snow. Like, oh yeah, she's she a coat on. She's a, she's a, she's a, a coat on. Taking pictures of her too. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, but like she's, but, she's like she's like. She's like a bikini in the fucking snow. Yeah. Now we get to the probably the only scene in this whole book that I actually like a lot. Uh-huh. It the the but bullet Scarlet is coming through. Shot in the fucking face. <laughs> well, no, it's so the so Scarlet Witch is about to get shot, and Quicksilver jumps into like speed mode, and he's while the bullet's like basically like frozen in time, it's moving very slowly. But he's trying to call for help. He's trying to figure out what he can do about the bullet. He can't do anything about it, so he's like, "Fine, I'll just catch it." We just we should point out too, in case it's like, why is he trying to figure out how to do everything about a single projectile? This bullet's whizzing around. It's going in like circles. It's trying to chase after her, and yeah. he's like running around with it. So it's not like yeah. any normal bullet. Yeah. Right. Because he, I think, I didn't get, I wasn't sure about these progression of events here but i think he's he whizzed her away with it yep yeah like, to get her out of the way but it's still following yeah, the art's not clear uh, the art's not yeah because he's yeah. not holding her he's just running with the bullet <laughs> yeah but uh he he's like fine i'll just try to catch it he tries to catch it and he's like you're safe now you're safe and he holds up his hand and there's a big hole in his hand because mm. a human hand can't just stop a bullet and it went through her and she a doctor is like, I'm a doctor, I'll I'll save her, and he can't, and she dies in the snow in, in Quicksilver's arms. Yep. And to be clear, I, I don't love this scene because she dies. I know, I, was <laughs> I think it's like an actual interesting use of powers that it's yeah, probably it's like the only time we'll that see. you succeed in stuff and you get the bullet, it still doesn't matter, it still goes through you and you can't do anything. Like, you yeah. use the extent of his powers and it wasn't enough. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and of Hawkeye is the only possible suspect. Uh, you know, it's a bullet uh, with like weird. Maybe that's how Hawkeye has his accuracy. He has fucking magic bullets or something. That's what I was so, assuming. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what they want you to assume. <sighs> they say it. I mean, unfortunately, it's not. It's not subtle because in this issue, they're like, "Who could use a bullet like that?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that ends issue one. Yeah, but they said, but like, they point out quickly. I think. Uh, it was like two and three DNA or something like that. The bullets. Yeah, I, uh, fucking DNA seeking bullet. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is, uh, th- am I the only one that was like, fuck this? This is only, like, for me, this is what I'm like, this is getting good now. DNA seeking bullets? <laughs> I, don't know, I, didn't even, I didn't even think twice about it. <laughs> I, I was like, that's stupid, but uh, I, I knew this comic had more problems than that, so I wasn't thinking too much about it. <laughs> uh, so, Spanish shows up. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into it because literally it's just him. It is uh, useless. The it, scene is useless. It, no, it, it's great because there's almost like there's no reason for it to exist beyond that. It doesn't do much for the story. But on top of that, it comes it, like Spider-Man swinging around and then Hawkeye comes in just like firing bullets at him. And you're like, what are you doing? You're supposed to talk to him. No, and they're trying like, darts. And Spider-Man's like, are you crazy? And Hawkeye's like, maybe I have gone a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and they maybe fight, every uh, time I hear a gunshot, it takes me right back to when my family... Or maybe it's all an act to mess with you, and you're like, this guy is... <laughs> the way oh, yeah, he unhinged. says, it takes me back to when my family, and then he pauses, and in tiny letters, it just says, in a different bubble, my kids. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... And, and Spider-Man actually says that. He goes, I get it. You got problems. Whatever. <laughs> what the I, he says, go, go cry your eyes out to Oprah. That's why that's why I like it because if it was written better, it'd be sympathetic. But he's just so obnoxious that everyone's just like shut the fuck. I, I like characters. That everyone's just like shut the fuck up too because yeah, that I is me. I see yourself in him. The entire yeah. and no at no point is anyone like, do you need help or anything? They're just like shut the fuck up. You're yeah. crazy. <laughs> so he's basically low blow of this fucking story. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, he knocks Spider Man out. And, and then, then just leaves them there. Yeah, and then Hawkeye. <laughs> first of all, he was going to get Black Panther because Black Panther disappeared when they fought Venom. And Captain America was saying, "Oh, Mission Aborted. I, I got. Uh, I'm gonna get Black Panther. Get out of here, Hawkeye." And yeah, they just leave Spider Man there, and he says, "I hate all of you." Um, Spider Man. What a fucking waste of my life reading that scene. <laughs> yeah. like, That's like half the issue, right? The, what? <laughs> That's like a good <laughs> by fucking issues in fucking comic that was like a, uh, almost a third of it. Yeah. So um, Hawkeye shows up with Scarlet yeah, it's which... seven pages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, so Quicksilver ha- ha- uh, brings up with shows up with Scarlet Witch. He's, shows up back he's... to like the Avengers, and he's yeah. like, "She's dead. She was killed by a bullet that was programmed to kill only Wanda, keyed to her DNA." Yeah, and then how Quicksilver like, found this? Out. I can't believe you guys weren't phased by that idea. I I can't. That's like crazy. I know that there's a bullet in a. I might be a better story or not. When Captain America gets killed, he gets shot with a time bolt that sends him back in time. I think keying something to your DNA okay. is a little bit more believable than okay, a time bolt. It doesn't You're send right, him back but in if time, they had a time, he gets unstuck in time like Billy Pilgrim. It's different. I, I, I just thought about Fox die from Medicare Saul, and I'm like, okay, I can buy this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's like a poison that attacks people from the inside out. I, it's, it's, yeah. It is dumb. The problem is, like, everything else was so much dumber after this that I, it, like, numbed me to it, and I, I can't... Okay. The emotion's dead, the emotion I felt when it, when it came up. <laughs> so, um... I'm just imagining, like, so this bolt's flying around. How does it know where it's going? Whatever. <laughs> right, so, DNA, it's it's looking. It's like, this is warmer because this is my target. They have the right DNA. I don't know so how Quicksil- it finds their DNA, but that doesn't matter. It's cool. How did Quicksilver figure this out? I don't know. I don't know. It's because so, I guess he was, like, the fact that it was zooming around, like, It could the be only- to other things. No, it can't be psychics. It has to be a DNA-seeking bullet. He, he fucking knows Jean Grey. He fought the X-Men. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that does it. He's like, this has to be Jean Grey. But the main thing is, basically, uh, Hank is in the hospital bed, and Wanda's by his side, mm-hmm. and she's like, I just need you to wake up. I need to hear what you took so we can help you. And when uh, Quicksilver runs in with Scarlet Witch's body, he's like, my father was right. This never would have happened if we'd stayed with the Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, so very obvious that he's going to be evil. Uh, then there's the, a warning going on, main supply failure, and then he's like, 
Speaking of the Brotherhood of Mutants. Tony is drunk out of his mind. Also, wait, you don't forget this great scene with Thor and Valkyrie. Thor and Valkyrie just spoot like cuddling and she's like, Why do you talk like that? Like you used to in the last two comics where you spoke old like English. And he's just like sometimes he just doesn't do it and he's like and she says, Teehee, I thinketh it cuteth and I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> He said, for the past year, I struggled to prove my identity to the people of Midgard. Now I have no such conflict, verily. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff, people speculate a lot of stuff written is like Jeff Loeb writing it, rewriting the scripts to justify mistakes he made, and people speculate that this his excuse for fucking up Thor's dialogue. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to more. Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever. But anyway, the, uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants shows up like the Blob and Sabretooth and Mystique and Madrox, who's another dude that just clones himself with multiple man. Well, I know him. Yeah. Is that multiple man? That yeah, is multiple man. okay. Yeah. Jamie Madrox. I didn't know if that was his like name or code name uh, or not. Uh, uh, mobile man's name is Jamie Madrox. For some reason, the university is called Madrox from the start. Okay. Uh, and Lorelai? Who's Lorelai again? She is, that's a very deep cut. So so people people say <laughs> Jeff Loeb is bad continuity. Uh, wow. He read, that's, that's, that was like the ultimate new magnet reveal at the end of the 60s X-Men series. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that is a deep She's cut, a Jeff psychic. Loeb. That's all you need to say. <laughs> this is when I was like, I, I can, maybe I can dig this. I'm familiar with this villain team. I know all these yep. people's powers. So, same with me. And then we cut to Tony, and then uh, Natasha, Black Widow, shows up again, and he's like, I can't believe it. You're dead. And she's like, I'm not the one who is dead, Tony. You. And then yeah. Wasp. It's obviously, obviously Mystique. And then, yeah. Which was so weird because it introduces them like coming Five into the complex ago. and then just instantly she's outside the window Mystique is breaking yeah. in. Like, she's in two places at once. It's and bad. Wasp already knows and she's like, you have bad taste in women, lol. Yep. Uh, Are you sober? You... Sober enough. And Kip puts on his Iron Man suit. And then this is where Lore- like this is Lorelai's power, I guess. Uh, the Thor and Valkyrie cuddling scene. Uh, someone Lorelai is behind Thor, and she's like, "Kill your girlfriend. She's a fraud." Yeah, kill the girl. Thor. And then they fight. Yeah, and she's like, "Totally uncool, Thor, baby. You gotta get your head straight." Uh, <laughs> listen, you bitch. I knew a girl like you in high school. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, "No one can resist my sirens call." No, but that's but this is so a good example, Sly. What you started with. Listen, you bitch. I knew a girl like you in high school. Played all the boys because she was this hottie. She even messed with a guy I liked. The big difference between then and now. And she picks up her sword. I couldn't chop her head off. Dead and of course, girl. she's in her underwear. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Wasp fights. Blah blah. like, I'm gonna eat you up. Yep. Which readers of Ultimatum know. It's, uh, it's foreshadowing. Spoilers. Don't spoil Ultimatum. Don't spoil. I need to be pure for it. <laughs> oh, so they, oh they, fight, they fight the Brotherhood. Um, yeah, also, Blob, everyone else attacks people. Blob is just in the fridge eating, and yeah. Wasp goes to fight. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so he's just oh, Wait, another great line in Tony Stark. Management right, reserves the right to refuse to serve anyone. That means you, you fat tub of goo. Yeah. Oh, and, man. And then you get, I love this just real quick. The, yeah. Hawkeye's fighting multiple men. And he's like, you know the best part of killing multiple men is kept? There's always plenty more where that came from. Uh, so, uh, my favorite part is, Drummond uh, George is homage to Hickman showing a pointless splash page of... Um, <laughs> Uh, Captain America tells Creed, I want you out of this house, uh, Creed, uh, Sabretooth. And this is a full splash page of just Sabretooth <laughs> hitting his shield saying, suck it. Yeah. And, like, that's the whole splash page. What is this an yeah. homage to? Uh, so Hickman, uh, uh, not, not Hickman, not Hickman. Um, 
Who's the artist from last from, from last Ultimate? Hitch. Hitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah, it's supposed Hitchman. to be. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Hickman. Yeah, yeah. All these big full pages of two buff dudes facing off. Oh man. And then again, Captain America is like, "This is what's tearing the moral fabric of our country." You saying, "Suck it!" Like, <laughs> like he's like, "This is the problem with today's world." Meanwhile, Hawkeye's uh, yelling, "Come on, you sons of bitches! Three more, and I win a stuffed teddy." <laughs> and shooting men in the head, living men. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Magneto shows up with Quick uh, to see Quicksilver, and he's like, uh, "Wait, anyway, I want what? Uh, Multiple Man actually makes like full clones of himself, right? Like they have yeah. independently sentient. Yeah. Or no? yeah. So like, I swear we've had this conversation during yeah, Death of X. Right. <laughs> we probably did. So like, he is actually just murdering people. Yeah, it's, just, yes. it's okay because one will survive. <laughs> yeah. This is a weird thing because they, they act like Robot writes Madrox like he's he's. Like what hive mind for most of this? Yeah, that's what I was wondering because they all say kill him at the same time, and I'm like, I guess that's not murder if the if the main consciousness stays alive. But this is a contradiction because ultimatum, uh, they do reveal like one of them like rebels and says like I'm not gonna kill myself. Uh, so okay. so even Lobo doesn't keep it straight. And ultimatum yeah. contradicts this. Uh, so uh, he goes to Magneto goes to um, Quicksilver. And he wants Wanda's to, body. Yeah, and he's like, now it's time to be your family. And Quicksilver brings up the very good point, saying, you shot off my kneecaps. Which I was like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> like, you seem and, pretty fine having that happen to you. This is a funny... Because, like, Mark Miller clearly was building, like, a redemption arc for Quicksilver. First, uh, Quicksilver got convinced by... Uh, I think Cyclops convinced Quicksilver to betray Magneto. And he basically took off Magneto's helmet so Professor X could mind white Magneto. We think Magneto would not forgive him after that. <laughs> and then Magneto shot up uh, Quicksilver kneecaps. You think that, that that's it? Like Quicksilver's now in the Avengers, but no. Now after this talk, he's like Magneto. You're, like I guess I say Quicksilver being like fuck the Avengers because they were never really close before. But like him joining Magneto right away is really this weird. is Ultimate X Men, right? Yes. Yeah, which okay. Millar wrote for the first like thirty six okay. yeah. issues or something. Yeah, well, like when I said like Millar wrote like the old universe. Like, Shooting Quicksilver in the kneecaps. I'm surprised he didn't cock Quicksilver beforehand. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, Quicksilver gets out of there with, like, he takes all of the Brotherhood of Mutants, he teleports them out before anyone knows what's going on. And then, guess who shows up? Wolverine saying, you got a big problem on your hands. Just so Wolverine can be undercover. Snick just, like, it. And the thing is, this is so, the narrative there is two seconds ago, and this was the first time I was like, wait, from what? And then I flipped <laughs> yeah. back and did the same thing that you guys did, where I'm like, this is one linear progression. Why set the framework? I, I don't want to bring that up, because I was like, am I stupid? Am I hopelessly no. stupid? Like, that says two seconds ago, and, like, last comic had, this is happening today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is one of the few stories that we've read where I, like, just couldn't keep it straight. Like, what... <laughs> it felt like the, like there was no no one storyboarded this and was like this event is going to happen lead into this event. It was just like a mishmash of stuff happening yeah. that doesn't really like work. It, it just felt so weirdly paced. Like everything just didn't. It did not have a natural story flow to it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it, it feels like, feel like a uh, first draft. It all feels like a first draft to me. This book like, is I, yeah. I want a few things to happen, uh, this book but is, I don't know how I'm going to tie them together. This book so is kind of good. Gonna... <laughs> it is so bad. It's good, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Yes, it is definitely so bad. <laughs> so Jeff Loeb was a t- a film and TV writer before he became a comic writer. He wrote Teen Wolf, the movie. He wrote Teen Wolf. More importantly, mm. he wrote Commando, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that is also so bad. It's good. What? And, par- <laughs> and part of me wonders, like, uh, if he was channeling that, like. Like, I just want to see one-liners and sexy women. And maybe, m- maybe like, with Millar, that is his natural state. Like, is this kind of, like, really yeah. bad, roughshod, dumb I just, writing? I can't, I can't believe that 
the the person who wrote like Long Halloween, well, this is his natural. Stuff. Well, well, maybe after you know after events happened, maybe he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna write what I, what I feel like writing now," and this mm-hmm. is what he came up with. Maybe like like, like that's uh, what I was long, saying about like this is natural state because I could see something like Long Halloween taking a lot of effort. I, I think saying about his natural state is is like a misnomer. Cause this is what this is how he's like when he doesn't give a fuck. Like Long Halloween is him putting high <laughs> yeah, effort maybe. into it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so issue three has a cover that's just it's a giant dinosaur eating Wolverine, which is excellent. a naked Wolverine. <laughs> yes, yes. But I want to, I just want to mention that I have the trade, and it has. Oh, thanks, Joe, for buying this for me. <laughs> but uh, it has a Frank Cho variant, and if you don't know Frank Cho, he's very like of a cheesecakey kind of like titillating artist, but he's drawing in a more like comic booky style and less stylized version, this Scarlet Witch costume. And God damn, it's really uncomfortable to look at. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, I didn't really think of it that much as being like super like cheesecakey until I saw other artists do it. Like, and it's not good. I don't like it. (laughs) But anyway, so Wolverine's like the witch, ding dong, the witch is dead. It's, it's Scarlet. Uh, it doesn't say that. The other, I know. Yeah. Uh, but you have to clarify with this. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, if so the Scarlet Witch is dead. Murder in the streets of New York. Blah blah blah. Stuff that we saw. Yeah. It's and, a recap fucking uh, page. Yeah. But you get a great uh, where Wolverine's like, it's the Brotherhood, and. He's like, the X-Men make Magneto their business. That's how we know all this stuff. And Hawkeye says, didn't you oh used God. to belong to the Brotherhood? And Wolverine goes, didn't you used to have a wife and two kids? In, 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 like, in, a, I, in a so bad go away, I think this line's awesome. Like, it that, is that, so bad. Like, how? Oh, man, it's just like, who would what? I know, it's like so fucking funny. It's like, they're both assholes. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's more than asshole. I mean, that's like. He joined the X-Men. He was a, he was a member of the Brotherhood. He was their assassin. He was he joined the X-Men in order to, to betray them from the inside and kill them. But he was won over. So mm. out of all, of all the characters, he would say this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so. then, but then we get a two-page spread of Hawkeye just pumping bullets into Wolverine's chest. Wolverine like reacted to the fact that Hawkeye just called him a mutie, which in this universe is a racial slur. Yeah. And it's just like cool team you got. Yeah, Captain America scowling at the bottom for no yeah, reason. Yeah, they're, they're watching. They're watching Hawkeye about to die. And uh, Hawkeye's like, just fucking kill me, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm better off dead anyway. Uh, and yeah. then that that's always the sign of you don't kill this person. You let them suffer. <laughs> and Janet says, what the hell is wrong with you? And Hawkeye says, fuck off, Janet. Captain yeah. America's Cap like, says, hey, watch that language. Mr. I can't, like, I, it bothered me how much, like, I, I don't feel like, you know, I, I like the idea of, like, old Steve Rogers unable to cope with modern times. Mm-hmm. But his only sticking point, really, is people's language. And then Wanda's The way women once. dress, yeah. Yeah, he, he, like, he's more of a caricature, especially in this story, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like he's more of a fully developed character in Ultimates. He's like a political cartoon about boomers more than, like, <laughs> an actual character. Yeah, I, I did not enjoy that at all. They're basically, they just talk about having to, they have to go and get uh, Quicksilver, right? Yeah, and then we get some backstory. Wolverine is saying, uh, years ago, after the war, I went to the Balkan Mountains and I was dying in the snow looking for Wundagore, Wundagore. He wanted and, to find a way uh, to not become immortal, and he stumbled upon uh, Scarlet Witch's mom. And yeah, he's like, Magda. Yo, she's and hot, so <laughs> they have sex in front of him. Immediately. Fire. Yeah, they and just... Then- and it's also like it's she's all like in silhouette most yeah. of the time, but the art the silhouettes are so explicit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big old boobs. You can see all the curves. All it's the in the also, yeah, and panel. it's like it's like okay, look, it's in the background. You can't tell, but here's every position they're going through. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. Also, what's weird is is before this uh, narration, before he even goes into the backstory, um, 
they're like, why do you care so much about this? And he says, we're not talking about any girl here. We're talking about Magneto's daughter. And she could have been mine. But then in this in this backstory, he's banging the mob. So I guess he's like, I could have fucked the whole family, I guess. Like, is that what he's saying? Or is he saying then, that she could have been my daughter? Oh. It might be that. Again, oh, yeah, yeah. it's not 100% clear because he's like, Scarlet, which is so hot. And also she looks just like her mom, who I had sex with. And the story concludes by Magneto coming home and seeing them fucking. So then he blows. And he's like, I will not be cucked by the likes of you, Wolverine. Jeff Love was like, Mark Millar, you think you put cuck in your story? I- I'm the old cuck master. Yeah. yeah. Later on, Magneto asks Wolverine to kill uh, Scarlet, I think, or something. No, to kill to qu- kill Quicksilver. It's this weird thing about, like, <laughs> oh my God. Quicksilver Magneto doesn't the like twins. Quicksilver because he's, like, 50% human or something? Did, said, yeah, yeah, so, so late, years later, he apparently shows back up and meets Wolverine. Magneto, yeah, Wolverine meets the family. This is when he's in the Brotherhood. Yeah, and apparently Magneto forgot. Or, that or he this guy knew, but like was okay with the cooking. I, I, yeah, I guess. Even though Jeff, Jeff Love needs to be whatever. true to Mark Millar's intended <laughs> yeah. manuscript. Yeah, so he met uh, Wolverine, didn't know or didn't care that this guy fucked his wife, and then was like, hey, can you kill my son because he's pathetic and weak? Yeah. And uh, literally, he when- says, My son is weak, pathetic, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to do that because, like, I guess some guys like kill my son, you do it. And uh, this is when Scarlet Witch defends. I want to appreciate real quick that Quicksilver says that Scarlet Witch is looking more like mom every day. So he's both sleeping with his sister who looks like his mom. And but and that's and Wolverine's like I wasn't sure what would have happened if I hadn't interrupted. It's yep. very clear the way they're holding hands and looking at each other. They're about to bang, and his pickup line is, "You look just like our mom." Yeah. <laughs> I, I should note. I don't know if this is canon. I heard this, this. This is what I heard before. I'm not gonna look this up. So take it at what you will. I heard that this was Jeff Loeb's way to expl- the, the Wolverine cucking Magneto was Jeff Loeb's way to explain why Magneto is ageless because Wolverine's sperm. Oh no! <laughs> what? I don't know. I, I don't know how. I don't remember exactly, but like supposedly, like having fucking the same woman made. Please don't tell me this. I'm not looking this up to clarify it. Please any, don't tell me this. Anytime, like with the Spider-Man story, anytime you have to say this superhero's sperm dot dot dot, it's just like you're done. Like just stop, stop with this comic. I looked up Wolverine sperm lobe and nothing showed. Up. <laughs> That, this, is what, this is what I heard in the, in the, when this came out. Maybe it was a false rumor. I hope so. Yeah. False flag operation. So, anyway, uh, he puts his blades into Quicksilver's chest and is like, if you move, you'll die because you're so fast. But I'm like, if he's going so much faster, can't he just pull himself out the other way and just knock? Well, he's whatever. stuck to the ground, whatever. Whatever. I, super speed, I'm always like, it's so fucking dumb that yeah. you just have to be like, whatever. It doesn't then matter because Wanda just summons a bunch of dinosaurs, dinosaurs and I guess that's how she makes Dinosaur Island, right? The Savage Is Land. The Savage Land? Because oh, she summons fuck. dinosaurs here, so that's yeah. another yes. explanation. I, for, I totally didn't even, I fucking yeah. forgot there were dinosaurs here. Uh, oh, you forgot I, I, I don't block because everybody else, everything else dumped you, Phil. Well, how, but how even, happen, then, even then, he entro- uh, Quicksilver uh, like exposits, what the? Dinosaurs? We'll tell everyone it's one of Father's experiments gone wrong because that was the lore previously established. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, no, I'm too strong if I can summon dinosaurs. I can't control it's because Wanda's dead. Like, wow, she set up her powers after she's dead. Oh, uh, yeah. And then um, basically... Uh, watching this from the so 
He Wolverine escapes the dinosaurs and then watches <laughs> them, them comfort like each other. And he's like spurned by his father, desperate for his mother. Pietra found in Wanda a kind of love that no one in this room can really understand. He definitely watched them fuck, right? Yeah, it definitely did. There's many characters in the story that really admire their love. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's so weird because I was when I was reading this, I'm like, why is this their relationship a central part of this? It, comic? I mean, like, it's like I guess romantic, like more than any other character in the Ultimates. Yeah, like there's actually no one else is in love as much as they're in love. To be yeah, frank. yeah, in this universe, this is by far the most pure and least <laughs> fucked up. Love. It is true. It is true. Like no one else has been in love in this story. It's a uh, it's a meta commentary <laughs> on Millar. <laughs> And the university culture. But yeah, and, and we see Wolverine in the bushes just watching maybe his kids <laughs> fuck. And yeah, and, and Wolverine's like, anyway, Hawkeye, you fucking asshole. Uh, you know, someone shot Wanda with a gun that was very, you know, one hell of a marksman must have done it. And then uh, Captain America's like, I don't understand your innuendo. Yeah. Do you want to got something to say, say it. He's like, uh, how helpful would he be at catching the shooter? And Captain America's like, hmm. <laughs> I, I, so fucking stupid. And then they're like, let's go to Savage Land. Hey, uh, Black Panther, wh- where have you been? Where's Captain America? And he says nothing. And they're like, I guess that's that. And then... Because <laughs> um, you can figure out Captain America and Black Panther. No, don't spoil. Don't spoil. I just want to say, like, how the fuck... No, no don't, don't can't spoil. spoil. We got to save it for the big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then... Um, uh, Wasp meets up with Tony Stark, and she's like, Tony, uh, you know, at last I saw you were fighting Blob. Um, can we interrogate him? And he's like, he won't be bothering us anymore. Don't worry. I found the bullet that killed Wanda. It's, it's DNA specific. Yep. And then he says... It so much more sense to introduce this idea now instead of having Quicksilver just say it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Absolutely. And then uh, Tony Stark says... Well, Wasp says, who makes something like that? And he goes, I know who makes it. Stark Industries. And she says, uh, you did it? Tony and, and he goes mask and turns around. It, not Tony. <laughs> it's just a robot face. And he said, "Who said anything about being Tony?" And this is when I was like, and then he zaps her, and I'm like, "Why tell her about the bullet? Like, why pretend you're Tony for five seconds if you're gonna just stab her?" Like, I hate when when villains are like, "I'm a good guy. Let me tell you yeah. my plan." This gets oh, worse. They, the whole reason for, for guys are plans because they tell them in the next issue. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Whatever. And then uh, everyone else... It cuts to them on the Savage Land, and Valkyrie's like, dinosaurs are pretty cool! Yep, <laughs> and then these two people just show up as the stinger at the end. It's Shauna and her boyfriend, Kazar. Yeah, Kazar or Kazar. He's old. They... They're, they're from old comics, right? Yeah, yeah they're I just like them. people that live on the sa- in the Savage I remember Land. a lot of the X-Men stuff from a long time ago. It's like one of the oh, few series a, I remember. What a thing to they're just on. like they're like Tarzan-type characters yeah. that live on the Savage Land. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, issue four. We got two issues left, people. Hang in there, because things are about to get really rough. Uh, It cuts back in time years ago. It's a lot Uh, of years ago, This art is the best art in the book, in my opinion. It's It's black and white. It's uh, Xavier and Magneto flying with a young Quicksilver and Wanda in the back. My favorite is that uh, Quicksilver's still, like, hitting on his sister, even when they're, like, four years old. And then... Very uh, weird. Their ship goes down into the Savage Lands. And then it's basically that's how Magneto got there and came to rule and establish a base there, I guess. Yeah, he like wiped out like their whole tribe and Shanna yeah. and Kazar were the only ones left. Yeah, and they explained that, that that's what happened to them. So then they're like, all right, let's get our weapons and go try and help fight. And then you have... It's also weird, it's weird to see baby Kazar and Shanna like... Kids in loincloths running around. <laughs> yeah. And so then uh, Wolverine's like, uh, Panther, I want you right where I could see you. So he's on. That's the Black Panther. Hmm. <laughs> My, that's and, what I love. It's the whole time I was like, so 
if it's not Black Panther, like what? What? what how the fuck did he doing? join the team? How the fuck? <laughs> how did he <laughs> fucking join the team? How did he let him in? Did he just fucking got betrayed by Black Widow and he fucking let a Black Panther? I think that's supposed to be referencing that, like in the main universe, when people were like, "We don't know about Black Panther." Captain America was the one who vouched for him. That like maybe that Steve is the one who because he keeps saying like, "I'll handle this." I'll Do they let this. people on the team that we've never seen their face before? <laughs> They, they did in the main universe. They kept their identity secret for a long time. Uh, and Thor in their ship brought like a whole arsenal of axes and swords and stuff. From Ula so Control. you have... Oh my god. Let's just <laughs> skip that. Don't don't worry about that. It comes back <laughs> to Tony Stark and the Wasp. And Iron, Robot Iron Man's holding the Wasp up. And it's like, imagine a world with no disease, no famine, no war. And then Captain America's like, you forgot. No freedom, any attacks. And it says, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Why like, would he reference great. Terminator? I don't know. He's trying to reference his old, his old buddy Arnold, guys. But then a Hank Pym shows up riding a bee, and he zaps Captain America, who was also a robot, revealed in the very next page. So I was like, why did he save her from an Ultron robot? <laughs> right? That's another an thing. Ultron robot was trying to kill the, the, Like, they don't understand, like, playing the part of the good guy doesn't... It doesn't matter if you're not giving yourself an advantage. If you're taking out yeah. your own teammates for no gain, like like Wasp was fucked already. This you, is then this you is... you double team her there and you yeah. beat like you win. If anyone watched uh, Hero season three, Loeb did this and too. Th- Janet also she also makes a crack that Hank uh, he's you're awake and out of the house, but your ankle bracelet you're under house arrest. He's yeah. like that's not important. There's a conspiracy. It's everywhere, and I think I may be to blame. So I'm like, this is we have like two issues to go, and we're halfway through this one. Where is this like conspiracy against the world going to go? Yeah, and also this uprising against Magneto. Like they want like this is not a this is not a fully fleshed out thing at all. They're like, hey, the local people hate Magneto. We're gonna have this 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 rebellion, I guess. But yeah, it's like for five pages. Him. Yep. So you yeah. get Hawkeye shooting people and saying more fun than shooting a barrel full of monkeys, and then. Uh, Hawkeye says to the people that saved him, the Kazar, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Sabretooth, like, rips apart Hawkeye. Yeah, bit. he just says, uh, don't be an idiot, just let me go, let me die here. And then Juggernaut... <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Juggernaut just shows up to fight Wolverine and Black Panther, and Wolverine's Wolverine like, the, the fucking, fucking Juggernaut? Ju- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Juggernaut's like, ain't you heard? Nothing can stop the Juggernaut as he's fighting Black Panther. He's smashing Black Panther to fucking death, and then... Pegasus is flying around it's with Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie's flying on top of a Pegasus. Uh, uh, as he's ripping apart the Black Panther, spoilers, it reveals he has white skin under his torn clothes. <gasps> yes. Oh, no. yes. Whoever could it be? Yep, and then Valkyrie is flying on top of Pegasus, then she falls off, then she wakes up, and she's back in the apartment, and she owes the, her landlord rent, and she's like, Thor, please come rescue me. And then it's revealed that it's some psychic guy who can- Mastermind. Like, Mastermind, I don't know this guy. I know Pyro in the back, and Pyro's like, yo, she's kind of hot. Do you think we could play with her while she's, like, in her psychic mental uh, place? So, I was going to say, I I do like the first part of the setup where her landlord's knocking on her door and she's crying, say, Thor, please see me again. I think that's nice. Yes. I I agree. It does make sense. Mastermind is rapey in the 616 universe. He he tried to make Jean Grey love him, so he would be rapey in all the universe. It's one of those things that I think supervillains with that power probably would rape people it's with it. still very but, uncomfortable like, to read especially yeah. from and like then, a yes. male author being like well you know it's just like the thing is dark phoenix saga was all what, what is about that mastermind corrupts jean gray to make her into dark phoenix and he makes her into his lover and that's one of the great stories of all time like some stories of all time so i don't think you could discount it completely 
it, it is very creepy here. Um, I'm saying as a uh, dude, I don't feel comfortable being like, this is a great idea. Also, I feel like at this point, I've seen it so many yes. times. Yes. Yeah. And it's like she falls off the Pegasus and they're just like, let's rape her immediately. Yeah. Also, he's not even the one who's doing it. He's like, she's in her own private hell. And Pyro's like, she's kind of hot and unconscious and crying. Yeah. Like, 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 let's let's play with her. So, like, it's, so Ryan Lulu is better than I would. I heard the people bitching about this when it came out. I don't know if it's so uh, accurate. Cause I, I stopped reading X Men around this time. Uh, supposedly, Pyro's member of X Men at this point. Uh, I, I, that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, the, so, because the, like the universe like to invert some characters a lot. Yeah. And they, like they, 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 yeah, and they inverted Pyro to make him have a redemption arc, and Jeff Loeb didn't realize that. And... <laughs> he's just like, oh, he's evil, right? Uh, you get Thor fighting this guy who puts up a barrier, and Thor's like, "You can't stand against a god. You are but a mortal, a thing of mere flesh and blood." And he pounds him down, and then oh, okay, just real quick, I just want to read this quick excerpt to show how much uh, effort that uh, Loeb put in. Uh, Pyro moves into the Xavier Institute and becomes one of Xavier's X-Men. He begins wondering if he belongs at the Institute, and Wolverine assures him that he does. Pyro has apparently defected, <laughs> as in uh, Ultimates 3 number 4, where he is. it is unknown how or why he joined Magneto's brother. <laughs> also, his face is not, no longer scarred, and he's now immune to flame, despite previous portrayals. <laughs> despite, it's just, it's very clear Loeb didn't know what he was doing. Uh, That's an accusation of Loeb very, very, very uh, frequently. Yeah. He does not give a shit about all why he's right. He just writes his own yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he just pulled a Tom King. He's just like, all right, it's this is this character is obviously evil. I'm using yeah. him here. Yep, and then Magneto shows up, and he's like, I'll give you a chance to surrender, and then Thor goes to fight him, and then Magneto's like, you just have a thing of iron, and this is so, like, kind of confusing. He, like, breaks the rocks around him, and then Thor just kind of, like, falls into fire or magma. The art's not clear. The art's not clear, but he made him go down to the sense of the... Because he mentions there's also metal in his body armor. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he made him so... I'm like, how many times do you have to go against Magneto and be like, well, I'm just going to wear metal on my body armor? Like, wouldn't you be like, no metal? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. A stone axe. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> or like also what I'm wondering too is lightning. Th- just strike Magneto with lightning. He can't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> Thor's so goddamn strong. I'm like, I, I know Magnetism's strong. <laughs> Magneto is really strong, but that's I'm not. Like, that, but that's not a thing. Like the, the magnets, like the, the control, like controlling metals from magnetism. A lot of times, even when he fights other X Men, he still has ways to get around them not having metal. It's not, it's not, it's not like like it's, like that's like obviously a shortcut. Like don't do do metal. But he like it's not like he gets one shot when he's when he's fighting a a guy wearing plastic. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he slams Thor into the center of the earth. Doesn't slam. It's just like he just goes. I think there. he makes him so he- heavy. heavy yeah. And yeah. just yeah. whatever. That's not how magnets work. <laughs> anyway, he's like, uh, "Is your sister safe, Quicksilver?" He's like, "Yes." Then Magneto's like, "Time to crush this revolution." Then we cut back to Hank Pym and Janet, and he's like, hey, "Check this out inside of here." Like they go through the sewers, and he's like, "Look in here. It's our son." Who's basically he's the yellow jacket now, <laughs> and yeah. it's it's Ultron, but he's formed all of the Avengers, like the original Ultimates team, but they're all robots now. They're and all like they're all, they're all like different versions of them. Is the, the they're not all of them have new costumes in, in Ultimates three. They're ready yeah. the Ultimates two costumes, and they have the Hulk yeah. back. Yeah. And yeah, yellow and jackets like they, like they think of us as toasters, alarm clocks, and vibrators. Well, don't use the T word. Toasters. <laughs> yeah. But slurp. when the war between man and mutant is settled, <laughs> most of the human population is dead. They will only only God then will they realize the machines have already won. So I was like, "Wow, what a thing to set up at the end of your penultimate issue is that yeah, there's an, an army of machines going to conquer the earth." One thing to note. One thing to note. So to to, to, to uh, clarify, 
this is this has a tag March and Ultimatum, and every Marvel book had that at the time. Uh-huh. Every every Ultimate book, basically, this was supposed to be, be leading into Ultimate uh, Ultimatum, the final Ultimate event that everyone thought would be the final Ultimate event. Mm-hmm. So there was a chance that this was setting up for a story that didn't resolve, but no. It wraps up all the plot lines in Swan Story <laughs> yeah. Arc. Yeah, there's there's only one cliffhanger, and it's in the very last page where you're like, oh, what oh, a twist. God. Oh, I forgot about that. Also, the, these robots, too, they're like, they have, uh, from what we can tell, like the personality of their human counterpart. Like, Iron Man yeah. robot is like, I didn't want to have any vodka. I'm like, yeah, they okay. like proclaim the personality or some shit. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. final issue issue five make sure you frame what time it is is it two days ago is it two minutes ago it's now. is it yesterday now it's now oh, yeah. it's now. now it's now and so it opens with an immediate flashback <laughs> <laughs> it's it's now the the uh ultron robots are expositing out loud to each other i guess why does he call him henry pym hank is henry is it Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. I think I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so th- apparently, when Hank Pym first showed the robots to uh, Nick Fury in Ultimate, Ultimate Two, Two, right? When yeah. the Scarlet Witch like flirted with one as like a throwaway oh gag, it gave her a sp- it gave them a spark of life. They it, like, it's called a boner because she she, <laughs> <laughs> she alters she alters reality like that's her power. So it made this robot not be like subservient anymore i guess yeah and it just it recaps everything and it's just now he the, says, he the says, robot wanda became my desire my obsession yeah and so he he, he leaks the sex tape in order to get tony stark drunk because he's like tony stark would have noticed that his team was getting replaced by robots yeah so if he's too drunk he's out of the picture he created venom to kidnap wanda but she wasn't there so that whole plot was like yeah. kind of useless that's why it was like where is she yeah, so he followed them to Radio City, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and waited until he's, right before as, he, he said, said I'd followed them, as I often did, disguised in the you ground. You have to clarify, he's explained this to himself, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I did. No, no, yeah. he's, he's leaving a message. To the team, he's I leaving guess. a message to, to Hank Pym. To Hank, yeah. Why? Which is so weird, because he also reveals that he drugged Hank Pym to kill him. So it's like, let me leave a message to you. You're dead, but <laughs> And uh, he, he waits until right before Quicksilver says, I love you. And he's like, it was at that moment, that fateful moment that I realized she would never be mine. Yeah. It was a crime of passion and no one suspected the butler. Too. Okay, so I want to say how much, this is why DNA Seeking Bullet got me again, where I'm like, he, it's a crime of passion. He brought a DNA seeking bullet for his lover just in case he needs to seek her DNA with this it bullet. Wasn't, it wasn't premeditated. He just happened to have there's it. No, there's no way at issue five, Jeff Loeb remembered that it was a, it was a DNA seeking bullet. For me, <laughs> this, I love this because it's like it's done so dramatically. It's all in white. It shows the silhouette of like Quicksilver crying over the dead Wanda. And I loved it because this is. A robot that felt jealous of a girl in an incestuous relationship with her brother. And I'm like, I, I, the reason I like this so much is that this is really anime right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's over the top hey, dumb it, and it's wrong? The, the art makes it feel even more anime, too. Yeah, like a DNA-seeking bullet? That's anime. So then it cuts back to Hank and Janet listening in, and she goes, oh my god, that thing murdered Wanda. And he's like, wait, it doesn't stop there. He's still explaining. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's, he's building a Wanda robot right now so that she will view Ultron as a hero. Yeah. The war has only just begun. He has Tony uh, Stark saying, in a tube because yeah. that's how they get their the DNA bonded with the alloys. 
Yeah. Your Tony Stark never bought the blob that day. He'd already been replaced. So when did he get replaced? Before he was visited by Mystique? Or Before, I don't know. <laughs> no, it can't be. No, he be- was- because he'd never been replaced. And Mystique doesn't know about the Ultron plan. Oh. Whatever. It was just like that happened in the span of like five minutes. Did yeah. they explain why they're the ultimates now? Like they're imitating the ultimates? Uh, they're the next generation of ultimates. He did it all for Wanda. I need her by oh, my why side. They're, why they're imitating? Yeah, he like, wants like, Wanda to look at him as a hero. That's like, it. No. But Hulk is a ma- mass murderer. Everyone hates him. Why would they make <laughs> the Hulk a murderer? Also, <laughs> he's supposed to be dead. Well, but then he says they the killed him because of a trial. Why would you bring so, the Hulk back? <laughs> but no, but hold on. No, this, this is airtight. I knew that by killing Wanda, her father would be enraged. You taught me parents are always protective of their children. Guy who made me the butler, reminding. (laughs) Magneto would lead the charge against all of mankind, and the machines would be victor. You you get it? Let the guy who controls magnets destroy the world, and all the machines will be fine. Yeah, and he also says, like you guys said before, he's talking to Hank Pym theoretically, and he's like, "Your Tony Stark never fought the Blob that day." Tony or Hank already overdosed before Tony fought the Blob too, so it's like he's yeah. telling him like like as if he was there for this scene. Oh yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he would know that Tony was fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It cuts back to the Savage Land where now all the where Magneto's like kicking everyone's ass, and now all of the Ultron robots, which he has like lightning powers, I guess, in the Ultimates universe. Yeah, electromagnetism. <laughs> okay. And then yeah, so the Ultimates show up to stop them, and you have this guy who looks like it's it's. Basically, Tony Stark got freed, and he got put into, like, War Machine's suit or something. He looks blue. Oh, I guess. I think it is. Yeah. yeah, I guess. So he's, he's watching this fight going on. And, he's like, and Hank and Janitor in his, in his helmet, all tiny. Oh, yeah. wait, this is the best reveal in the whole goddamn book. All right? Juggernaut's fighting dinosaurs, and uh, Wolverine shows up on a Triceratops and yep. puts his claws to this, this robot Captain America. No, it puts, it, puts his claws to the Juggernaut's throat. Oh, it is Juggernaut, right, yeah. right. And then a shield flies out of Black Panther's hand, <gasps> and he goes, Logan, let me. Black Panther was Captain America for some reason. Why does it matter? <laughs> this this racked my brain so much because I was like, this is a, a neat twist. A superhero pretending to be another one in order to do something. But it's like... Did he know about the robots? No. Why was he dressed as why? Why was he dressed as Black Panther the entire time? He didn't let anyone else know that there's a fake Captain America going around acting <laughs> as him the whole time. He was just dressed as. Oh, Black I Panther. didn't even re- no, I didn't even take it that that was the fake Captain America. I thought he just kept changing costumes because they've never been seen <laughs> in the same room at the same time. Yeah, I, I thought both. too that that he that they. Because he would have said something if, there was a, if he saw a mission in Captain America, I think. You, you would think. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know. It's like, this, is, it, this could be anything. Like, this, the story yeah. makes so little, has so little, like, stability that I'm like, whatever it makes sense, I guess. So then we get one of our age-old questions that we've had this whole time. Finally answered. Where did Valkyrie get her powers from? It cuts to her, like, mind hell, and a mysterious figure shows up and smashes down the door and says, I did not give you power so that you could die this day. We made a bargain and you intend to keep it. Go slay your enemies. And that's it. I don't know. And then she wakes up and says men, dead men, cuts off his head and then cuts off Pyro's hands. And like, I was here for her waking up and then just killing everybody pretty brutally. Yeah. And then and she's like, this is what he adds in the line. Oh, I was with the X-Men. You can't kill me. I'm a good guy. And she cuts yeah. off his hands. Yeah. And she goes, now, where'd I leave my horse? 
And just then you have Ultimate Thor throwing his hammer at... Uh, so this robot Thor is more effective against the Magnet Man than yeah, human Yeah, and then they're like, how isn't he... How can he... Well, because they're not him? made of... They, he says they're not made of metal. Metal? Metallic alloy? I'm like, what are they made of? Yeah. Uh, if it could not. be like nano... Like carbon nanotubes or something. I don't know. <laughs> they look yeah, like robots. They don't say... <laughs> It, it looks like metal. They're, they're shiny like robots. Yeah, they're just peeling off. As... Yeah. I believe, yeah. Uh, based on my Earth Science reference tables, if they exhibit luster, they're probably metallic. <laughs> yeah, they do look metallic, but... Yeah, and then uh, Thor shows up and starts fighting, uh, you know, fake Thor. Wasp calls him, uh, calls the leader Yellow Jerk instead of Yellow Jacket, and then all of our heroes show up again. Yeah, you get have... two, a two-panel page of all of them fighting all the fake robot ultimates. Well, Magneto looks overhead, I'm like, what? Aren't you guys supposed to be fighting Magneto? Like, what's yeah, happening? what the fuck? <laughs> what more importantly, the best, but the last line, best line in the entire book. Yellow Jacket slash uh, Ultron is fighting with the Wasp, and he says, "Don't you know how close we were to being you? I'd rather not kill you, Jen." My experimentation your DNA has only begun. Besides, you're almost like a mother to me. Then Ant-Man shows up behind Yellow Jacket, grabbing his neck, saying, "I guess that makes me the motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and, and it goes skeet. And so with Yellow Jacket he got He gets skeeted. Jacket dead. You get the classic, the hive mind dies, all the robots turn off and stuff. And then uh, Magneto, what the hell is he doing? You get this story of like Wasp talking to Magneto. Well, in between, at the side, there's just a panel of Hawkeye shooting Sabretooth in the chest, saying, You should have left me for dead. Which uh, maybe I am did, dead, right? and I'm just a ghost going through the motions. You know, one of those ghosts that are not going to rest until the job's done. I guess the job is cutting up Sabretooth. Yeah. But I like this because like, he's just saying it's in the background. Everyone's just trying to talk to Magneto, saying, Yeah, yeah, Hawkeye, shut up. We're talking yeah. to Magneto. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, then Hawkeye's like, no, you shut up. And he takes out his gun and shoots, shoots, tries to shoot Magneto. Oh, he goes to shoot Magneto, but then Quicksilver runs in the way and he takes the bolt for him. And he's like, Father, forgive me. I'm like, you don't need to forgive him for that. This part is so ridiculous to me because I'm like, he wasn't able to save Wanda because of the DNA-seeking bullet. This is a crossbow bolt. If you're not <laughs> fast enough to stop that, Touch it, grab like, it. you're not yeah, you're not much of a speedster if you yeah. can't move your yeah. dad out of the way. Maybe he yeah, just wanted to die. Why is he not moving no, him out of the way? No, 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 it's airtight. Maybe he just wanted no. to die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a DNA seeking crossbow ball. <laughs> and because he's his son, they have enough DNA in common. Yeah, yeah. So Magneto screams okay. no so loud, it like shakes off his fortress and flies into the sky. <laughs> and he... hey, Hawkeye says a job. Can I go die now? Yep. Uh, one thing that's nice is uh, Magneto grabs Thor's hammer because Thor chases after him. And well, he falls Thor, no, no, there's a panel of Thor looking like he's going to throw his hammer. We don't ever get to see him throw the hammer. It's just it's suddenly in Magneto's hand. Mio says, go away. A great thing to say after your son's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then Valkyrie catches him and they make out. Yep. A nice yeah. touch. And then it at, it just shows Magneto with his son. He's like, we, I know we had our differences, terrible differences. His son's dead now. But in the end, I hope you know that I loved you and your sister equally. I know you can't hear me, but if you could, tell me where you took Wanda's body. I just want to bury my daughter. I'm like, what? Like, he but hid the body from his dad? And that was a plot point? that like, like it's Well, just, no, earlier, comes... Magneto was like, take the body now and go with it during the fight. Okay. And so, then... he, he, I guess he ran with it during the fight. They didn't have time to be like, hey, by the way, I buried it here. 
Whatever. It's just it's such but, a weird thing to bring up where he's like, please, I want a barrier. Uh, no, it's airtight, okay? And uh, <laughs> that was DNA seeking crossbow belt and the machines. I looked up carbon nanotubing, completely non-metal. But it's definitely what it that is. I don't make sense. So it's later that night. Quicksilver has presumably been dead for like a while, and oh, yeah. Magneto says this like, oh, "I love you" equally, and. <laughs> And then Quicksilver starts to cry, <laughs> and he was, yeah. and like he, he's like he whispers to his ear, "Tell me where you took Wanda's body." As like <laughs> Quicksilver's faking his death. I know you're faking it. Tell me where Wanda's body <laughs> maybe, is. Maybe he is faking it. I haven't read Ultimatum. I don't know. I don't know the oh, whole story. I assumed it was like his. It was one of these stupid like his soul like lingers after death and can cry like a little. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's how I took it too. But who knows? Yeah, me too. Who, oh, I just love that he took her body from him. Just for you dumb plot point and then all the ultimates are just yelling at each other and, and they laugh at clint's they like hawkeye you wanted to get out of this by dying ha you're gonna survive yeah. <laughs> and then watch just like i still lead this team cap it's like you messed up with your panther charade must to kick uh hank off the team because he's under house arrest still yeah, yeah he violated his fucking parole or whatever <laughs> yep. yeah so and then Wasp because i don't know how she ended up leading the team but she's like get off cap you're fired now and then wolverine goes i need a beer as the when did that fucking happen so you remember all this too i remember fuck it doesn't uh, but anyway this is at least it <laughs> daryl high, i need you it I need ends you on a high note there's oh uh, wait what time when is this <laughs> uh three days later location undisclosed project ultimatum record and playback simul tells them the story but then it gets crushed the the head of yellow jacket and you hear puppets did that fool pim honestly believe they brought Life into this collection of tin cans. His childlike understanding of robotics is laughable. Every moment, beginning with the murder of the witch, has been orchestrated, programmed, and performed. It was, is, and will always be Doom who pulls the strings. <laughs> it's Dr. Doom. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I could be misremembering, but I don't remember Dr. Doom being a huge threat in Ultimatum. <laughs> Oh, what a great twist. I appreciate it. It's nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. It's one of those dumb things where it's like, you know, I planned this 10 years in advance for this to happen. It's like, you can't plan out this android falling in love with the witch. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So but The best thing about Doom and Ultimatum is in, in the beginning, Reed's convinced Doom is behind everything. So uh, no matter what happens, like, like he was like on, on TV saying, I'm going to kill all of you. And Reed is like, Doom, how are you behind this, you bastard? <laughs> and Doom's like, I'm literally not because this. Namor starts drowning Manhattan. And he's like, Doom, I know you're behind this. God damn you, Doom. I would probably have that complex, too, if I was Reed. Yeah, I if, too, if that was like your nemesis was this guy who thought everything through and planned things years in advance, you'd be yeah. like, I know it's you. Like Sherlock and Moriarty or something. Cool, what a fucking book. Um, <laughs> it was bad. Very good. How do you, how, how you guys feel like now that you don't like Ultimate, Ultimate One 2? Do you like it better? <laughs> I, they're all shitty, but this is by far the shittiest yes, one. Yes, this is... I think this is worse than Ultimatum. Personally. I had more fun reading this one. This was just like, it was such a roller coaster of nonsense. It kept me engaged because I'm like, where is this going to go? These are like plot twists coming out at the last second. But it also truly helps that it's five issues, because yes. every page I'm just like, yeah, what's going I on? I might read more. <laughs> it, it is it is so bad, it's good. Unfortunately, thing is, I don't think, I don't remember Ultimate, Ultimatum being quite as wacky as this one. Ultimatum mm. is just its own other Yeah, the thing is, animal. it needs the wackiness, it needs Wolverine showing up and nonsensical Savage Land stuff. U Ultimatum, Ultimatum really is every single Marvel character getting chumped, like, dying like <laughs> fucking chumps. Well, I, I assume we'll do that in March, right? For the yeah, anniversary. Yeah, for, for final annual that's revolved on Ultimates. I think, like, Millar's stuff had more interesting places it was going. It's just, like, 
the edgelord stuff muddies the waters too much for me to be like wow this is really fascinating i'm like they're just shitheads at the end of the day and here it's like it's like hawkeye's the only really super noticeable shitheads everyone else is just kind of like making marvel quips all the time yeah but the thing is like okay they're shitty they're shitty people but they're like they're more human all tony is a fucking drunkard like there's no nuance in it whatsoever he had, like no character no nuance. really at all in this yeah, like none of them had any characters. So Dora's just I fuck I fuck Valkyrie. Valkyrie's like I love Dora. Mm-hmm. And the first two, like w- you can argue that they're shittier people, but like they that like humans are like flawed. Yeah, they're they're more complex people. Like Thor's problems in Ultimates Two was kind of interesting. Of like, is this fake or real? Tony's first line in Ultimatum, I believe, is I wonder if I can get a swing pool full of booze. Like that's that's all <laughs> Lobe writes about him. Like I love booze, booze, scotchy, scotch, scotch, <laughs> right into my belly. That's all how to, to, that's all. Lobe uh, that about. actually wasn't Tony. That could have been a robot. We don't know whether it was replaced. <laughs> but like yeah. uh, every every character is one dimensional. There's not there's not there's no character of any nuance yeah. in the story. Whatsoever. Yeah, like I was like, when, when you say it's. When you say it's comics, I assume at all times anyone could be a robot or a clone. <laughs> so I'm like, that's just a given. Like. Or a robot clone, like Thor in uh, Civil War. Oh my god. <laughs> or an alien shapeshifter. Or you from another dimension, or you from the past. Or Doom. <laughs> okay. Even though you have to wait until March to hear us talk about Ultimatum, in the meantime, you should listen to the other shows on the Flying Machine Network. Like, there's a new episode of the Flying Machine content channel that Helen made all about slam poetry in Atlanta. And she has a lot of her favorite, like, local slam poets come on and read a lot of pieces. And slam poetry is one of those things, I think, I don't know if you guys came with me, but I went to one thing in college and I was like, this is so great, and then never did it again. So this was, like, a really cool insight into something that I think is awesome that I just like never followed up on. Mm. So I highly recommend that. And all the flying machine content channel episodes are short and super well produced and very, very good. So you should listen to that yeah. on flying machine dot network. And in two and weeks it's... from now, we're going to begin our bleach odyssey where oh, I've read Jesus the so entirety nice. of the bleach manga and I will be taking through them the highs and the lows of it. Uh, do we know how many parts that's going to be yet? Daryl? Uh, I want to do four, but uh, it's one of those things where I, I have to, I'll see how the first one goes, and if okay. you guys are enjoying it, because there's some characters, if we're going to do four, I have to introduce in the second part, like Kenpachi, but if not, <laughs> I, I'm going to skip Kenpachi, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So we'll see. I don't know. I look at Ryan's side like, oh, Kenpachi, my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I don't want to skip Kimbachi. I already have to skip Chen or you, which is the, the most heartbreaking thing. But I'll give them their just desserts. Yeah, I don't know what any of this <laughs> is. Bleach you is will. actually like I, I've seen a lot of Naruto. I saw some One Piece. Bleach. I've seen zero of the anime. I've read zero of the manga. Bleach is about. I, I, yeah, I, all yeah. I know is the fucking name. All, yeah. all I know is it's what I use to clean my toilet, and it sounds right in line with that too. That's why I'm excited to go into it. What were you saying, Phil? Uh, just that I, I have like out of all, I have the main, the big popular shonen. I've I know the least about this one, so I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. You, you would like Kenpachi. Then we gotta do it. I'm sure I'd like a lot of things in this. It's, it's funny because, like, that that was such a big thing, and, like, all three, all three of us somehow dodged it completely. Like, well, for me, I was like... I dodged it, too. You can't, um, like, for me, I was like, the, 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 the big shonen were so long and big that you gotta, like, pick one and then just kind of, like, yep. say, fuck the rest of them. So, yep. like, I was into Naruto when I was younger, so I was like, I'm not, I can't get into Bleach 2. I mean, some people ended up doing, like, One Piece and Naruto. And oh, they were, they were at the same time? Naruto and Bleach? Yeah. Yep. Ish. Yeah. Mm. And One Piece. Okay. 
Yeah, all at the same time. Yeah, so those, they were like those all are, those were known as the big three for a while. We'll get into it during the Bleach episode. God, these episodes are going to be hell on earth, aren't they? <laughs> uh, f- uh, finally, you'll see what it's like, okay? Yeah. <laughs> for you. I get to see what it's like. Okay, well, in the meantime, thank you for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been fucking my brother while Wolverine watches. <laughs> <laughs> Who I... might be your dad? I don't know if that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> I've been making Magneto immortal of my semen. <laughs> Fuck, how do I follow these up? Uh, I've been disguising myself as Daryl for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> I'll tell you about it later. And I have been planning to be on this podcast since its inception, before Doom rules everything, or whatever his line was. Stay in continuity. I give you 